0: Hey nerds, welcome back to the Paper Fold. I am your host, Sarah, the Paper Nerd, and I'm so glad to be back nerding out with you on my favorite topic stationery. Today, my guest is the talented designer and songwriter, Sharon Glassman of Smile Songs. I'm always partial to brand names that describe exactly what they are, and Smile Songs fits the bill. This is a stationary range that, courtesy of QR codes, literally sings, thus leading to smiles. If you have listened to this podcast before, you have already heard Sharon's music as she provides all of it as well as my sound editing services. She and I barter these, I provide consulting in return, and in working with her, I've attempted to help her find her footing in the gift and stationery industry. This is something every maker grapples with on some level at some point. For Sharon, her path didn't follow the usual trajectory I tend to see, and it has been really rewarding to see her forge and find her own path guided by instincts smarts and maybe a little luck but rather than me telling it to you this colorado songbird and i will dive into it all right after this Hey nerds, I need to shout out the eternally fierce sponsor of this podcast. Yes, I'm talking about the one and only girl with knife, your new BFF in greeting cards, paper goods, and now home decor as well. Alicia Castaldi is the one woman force of nature behind this feminine, unapologetic and authentic brand that has been racking up awards and accomplishments like they are going out of style, but fortunately for this Luke's Palm Springs house of design, they are not. One of the things I love most about this brand is that all of it really sprung from the deceptively simple greeting card. As soon as Alicia, a former children's book illustrator, began playing with the medium with her proverbial x knife, her creative floodgates opened and she found the springboard from which everything flows. Last spring, the stationery community recognized this by honoring her with the highly coveted and competitive Artist of the Year Louis Award, but really, that's just one jewel glittering in the girl with knife crown these days from that greeting card framework a vibrant lifestyle range has sprung journals gift wrap and weekly agendas fill out the luke stationary offerings but last january girl with knife delved into the home goods dimension with pillows art prints and some of the most exquisite candles you are going to see or smell the aptly named wild gorgeous candle for example is scented with orange blossom and housed in an elegant blush pink container with signature girl with knife imagery for a product that is literally a happy pill in soy coconut form whatever your preferred poison it is easy to immerse yourself in this chic stylish world the biggest challenge is picking your favorites Right now, everyone is gearing up for the winter shows and Girl with Knife is preparing a slew of swag with which to slay 2023. Look out for three new divine candle scents plus more pillows and art prints and a slew of fresh stationery cards mini notepads journals and weekly desk pads and a little further down the horizon i'm hearing about a very fabulous category expansion but we're all going to have to sit tight until summer 23. Meanwhile, it is almost unbelievable to me that one person can accomplish all this, but Alicia also creates what she calls knife houses, concept homes that provide a world for all girl with knife products to happily chill. Uh, Knife House Palm Springs and Knife House Bel Air are complete, and a new Knife House Bel Air will be underway soon. Alicia described these as personal muses for her offerings, and I think they are such a fresh, out-of-the-box way for a maker to focus on the micro and the macro at the same time. This approach in part is what makes this range so distinctive and I'm not a bit surprised that HGTV has already featured it and continues to feature Alicia and her knife houses in their programming as well. Alicia only makes it look easy from the outside. However, I have profiled her enough and know her well enough to understand that she genuinely pours her heart, soul, and passion into every last release and project. And without that, Girl with Knife would not resonate as it so clearly does on every level. So, whether you work in the biz like me or are just looking for that perfect card or pillow, head on over to Girl with Knife. All spelled out, com and get your shop started i guarantee you're stationary and you too will slay all right good morning sharon welcome to the paper fold
1: sarah thanks so much for having me to chat with you i'm so excited
0: It's my pleasure. So um, tell me a little bit about your pre-stationary life and how you came to start Smile Songs.
1: Sure. Well, um, the literal minute before I started Smile Songs, I was playing music at a winery in the mountains Mm -hmm. here in Colorado. And someone walked up to me and said, if only there was a way we could take you home and put you on the wall so we could feel this happy every day. And if it were a movie, I think that would be the moment where, like, my past life, like, everything I had done, like, would be seen in quick cuts. And I would go, it all makes sense now. (laughs) Everything (laughs) I've done till now is going to come to play in this project.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, you know, there were certain challenges uh, you faced in starting Smile Songs. Um, You know, essentially a QR code on your product leads to a song whether it's on a magnet or a card um it you know obviously enhances appreciation of that uh, product and you know impacts the experience and as you mentioned sort of like lives in posterity which is an element we don't see in most stationery. so uh that said in starting your brand um you faced You know the challenges that any new paper brand faces, uh, of which there are many. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) but but you had some extra ones on top of that. So um, I would be curious about you're speaking to
1: those. Sure. Well, the first challenge I had was even getting to paper, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? No, it's true. I mean, (laughs) obviously, it seems so logical now. But when this person made this request, I thought, well, how can I do this? And my first thought was, perhaps I can make music boxes. And I was running down, I don't know if you've ever had this experience of running down a road really fast toward a brick wall.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, many times. (laughs)
1: Right? So I was convinced I am going to do this music boxing. And I was calling a friend of mine from college who was a woodworker and looking at sourcing the gears and all. And I finally went out to take a break. And I sat next to a friend of mine at dinner over some tacos here in Colorado. And she said, I love you. And I love your music. I don't want a wooden box sitting in my house. It's not my thing. And she was like looking at her phone. <laughs> right. Again, the movie. like the, the And I thought, right. So, Today's smartphones, they are our music boxes and people want things to be accessible. They want things to be portable. And I've always, I come from a creative services background among other things. And Mm -hmm. so my MO is also how always, how can I be of service? How can I help? How can I do something for someone that will work for them? And so then the thought became, right. These things are going to play from smartphones. And that really changed everything and eventually led me to paper and the great aha that people love, um, love greeting cards. They love stickers. They love magnets. They love wall art. These are things that live in people's lives. And mm-hmm. I felt like this was the way. And then of course we enter the thing about, you know, should it be an app? Should it be a QR code? And I always felt that QR codes were the way to go. Mm-hmm. They were ubiquitous, not as ubiquitous as now, but, you know, Apple in 2017 uh, made the QR code native to the camera. Before that, it was uh, an, uh, a plug, yeah, an app that you could get. Sure. All those All those things were fine. And then I just had to go through the haters that were saying, QR codes will never happen in the United States. No one will ever, ever use a... Are you insane? You should follow
0: are... up with some of these people and check in and see how they're doing. <laughs> you decided on the QR code and then you decided I'm on... An the station. Because okay. I was
1: making things sing. I was making t-shirts that sang, super fun. My introvert AF uh, uh-huh. uh, character was on a t-shirt and I put the QR code in the label in the back. I was experimenting with things. I was sort of right. like,
0: like you're throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what works like any, like many young brands do. Yeah. You and know,
1: it's a process. It's definitely a process. And there's a thing, you know, uh, being sustainable and eco-friendly is super important to me. And when I found out, I think this is the right statistic that it takes 700 gallons of water to make a t-shirt one t-shirt um, that quickly became something that didn't align with just the way I want to live in the world and the way that I want to support people. I think t-shirts are great. I own a lot of them. I confess. Right. But, right. But I didn't think that that was the best way that smile songs could be helpful and useful. And I was doing, um, ginormous posters cause I thought that was super fun. And again, I think that was, you know, again, learning moment. And I know, you know this, but you just heard me say, I thought that was super fun. That's very different to me than understanding what, my audience wants, needs, and will enjoy.
0: Hey, nerds. One thing that I truly cherish about our community is all the powerful and inspiring women in it. I am so fortunate and grateful that I not only get to share so much amazing stationery design in the paper nerd and stationery trends, but more often than not, I get acquainted with a marvelous new friend in the process who, through their work, helps me be my best self in my life. As a result, I get nearly as emotionally invested in these brands as the makers themselves are. That is definitely the case with Kitty Meow Boutique, a Chicago house of paper and gifts founded by Katherine Hildner. Now, I find that most compelling brands out there have a core philosophy or vibe from which all product flows. In the case of Kitty Meow, these exquisitely designed paper goods are fun, fierce, and specifically designed to make women feel confident, empowered, and courageous. Now, what woman out there can't use some of that? And I know most women... Have several friends who can also use a big dose of that, especially coming from someone they care about. For example, one of her best selling birthday cards isn't going to mock your age or reference wrinkles or bad backs. Instead, it reads, Another year of the world being graced with beautiful, fabulous you. Happy birthday. That's absolutely ingenious, but it's not just about that smart, supportive copy. Visually, the range is paper fashion, too. It's the stationary equivalent of perusing clothes in your favorite boutique and discovering that one gem that truly speaks to you. Think sleek layouts with evocative type to intensify each design into a stunning masterpiece. Whether you are witty or sweet, these polished, brilliant offerings elevate every card exchange into a a meaningful, memorable experience. The sender looks brilliant, stylish, and witty, and the receiver gets her socks knocked off for a classic win-win. Also, I can't go any further without mentioning Kat's Entrepreneur Collection. Without getting too nerdy, I think these kinds of offerings are really important culturally for women as we establish our own old-school network, so to speak, but with more feminine vernacular and style. So one particularly sharp number reads, Your business means the world to me. Just thought you should know. Or how about you are more than a customer, you're like family, love and appreciate you. These are the types of offerings that tell me not only is Catherine approaching the stationary market thoughtfully, but truly impacting the way we interact with each other. To a very large degree, stationary trends, the paper nerd, and the paper folds are my life, so the way I interact with my clients and readers is an extension of me. Any of those designs help me look good as I appreciate those who help me build my businesses. However, Kitty Meow Boutique goes beyond greeting cards to to encompass party and desk offerings as well as gifts with the same powerful messaging. Think notebooks, notepads, writing tools, cocktail napkins. Whether you are at work or at play, by yourself or hanging with your crew, there is something to uplift and inspire. And speaking of inspiring, Catherine has been very busy coming up with new designs for 2023. She's releasing about 20 new cards plus new notebook and notepad offerings. There is no more polished way to stay organized and on task as you keep track of your game plan for life so whether you want to catch up with your bestie on her birthday or plot your plan to take over the world you'll find all the necessary tools here for my friends in the trade kitty meow boutique is also available wholesale shop it on fair 24 7 and finally if you are not seeing kitty meow boutique on the shelves of your favorite card and paper shop ask the owner to stock it and join the family of over 1,000 stores across the nation all this beauty and brilliance starts at kittymeowboutique.com. So head on over, Kitty Cats, and tell him Sarah sent you. regular stationary brand, like finding your audience, finding your niche, finding your like vibe and your little space in the world is enough of a difficult process, (laughs) but you had something extra like on top of it. And you had to figure out, you had to say to yourself, okay, all right, are these QR codes like, going to endure or are they just going to be a trend? And obviously you spoke to people who, I'm sorry to get caught up on that, but a lot of people who are like, oh, it's never going to last, you know, you know, the same thing people say about every innovation in our culture, but a lot of them don't last. So um, yeah, I'm glad you picked it.
1: Yeah. And also this was before the, you know, our covid times the qr code era i guess we can call it and so what they were saying is no one will ever adopt them no one will ever figure out how to use them they are aesthetically unpleasant they are all these things mm-hmm. i i get again I'm kind of doing that that uh, judgy voice you know they are aesthetically <laughs> unpleasant. Um, and it's not a lie the fact I mean, if we can nerd out for a moment because this is you know we're, we're mm-hmm.
0: yeah no this is about design
1: yes so the fascinating thing for me is that qr codes were invented in the 70s to facilitate things in 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 Japan in terms of car production and the reason that they mm-hmm. are so blockish is mm-hmm. that that allows first of all them to be discovered by a scanner and also mm-hmm. they contain so much more information than a barcode so if you think about a barcode being you know it's for the lines lines and that this is a square so not three dimensional but more dimensional and so right. they They do that thing in the way that, you know, I know that we have um, QR code companies that are making cute shapes now. We can layer some of the dots behind and they've become sort of more aesthetically pleasing. But again, when I was entering this area, they weren't doing that. And smartphones didn't really like them if they were not super, 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 super dark, almost black. And now that's better. So it's just interesting to be something that's evolving.
0: Right, right. And,
1: And people had to catch up to it.
0: You know, people had to adopt it, too. I mean, that's the most important thing. And your friend was saying, oh, people will never get it. But, you know, he wasn't giving us enough credit for our intelligence. But (laughs) what I think is so interesting is – you know, kind of just starting to use it as a design element in and of itself. Um, I know we've talked about it. I know you're starting to do that in your work. You're doing a lot of different stuff in your work, but it's, it's cool. It's where we're going and, you know, it's, it's, you know, very dynamic. And um, I think there are a lot of uh, people just sort of curious about, uh, you know, where we can go with all this crazy new stuff, you know, like it's still very mysterious. It's mysterious to me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I think the common thread is, is human connection. The timeless thing Mm -hmm. is, is being able to either offer someone a positive mirror of their best self. I think that's where Mm -hmm. stationary is so powerful and timeless, right? You know, because someone gets the thing, the card, the sticker, the mint, as a gift or for themselves and they see themselves reflected in there or a hope or someone speaking to them in a way that makes them feel seen, heard, loved, validated. And I Mm -hmm. think the way they, we we do that may change, but like our mission, uh, which we do choose to accept is this kind of (laughs) (laughs) kindness, right? That's a little mission impossible reference.
0: I do choose to accept it.
1: I did choose to accept it. And that's what's so, so fun. And so the, the, what is it like, you know, the, the, the form and the content, like the form mm-hmm. may change perhaps, but the content I think is, is when it works is pretty timeless. And oh, what's totally I, right.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that's, you know, we're having this schism, um, you know, within stationary within the last few years where, you know, the millennials outnumber the baby boomers. Well, the millennials communicate a little different than the baby boomers. So, you know, we are seeing uh, the medium evolve uh, and and that doesn't even start with Gen Z, which is a whole different, you know, uh, case. So, you know, you're like, you're on the, you're on the cutting edge. Literally.
1: <laughs> it, it's it's really interesting and so gratifying for me. I go to uh, maker markets in my area here in Colorado. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And uh, it was a piece of wisdom that I got during a fair winter market. There was a speaker named C. Smith, who's an angel mm-hmm. investor, among other things. And she very forcefully said, get out of your studio. <laughs> like You have to go in. I don't care if you're an introvert, which I am. Uh, you have to get out in the world. And so, you know, terrified, I like packed up my little stuff and I now go out in the world. And what is so gratifying for me on every level is when people's, they, they, I'll say, this is a singing sticker. And literally, I, it it's happened several hundred times at an event. I'll say, this is a singing sticker. And they say, what? And I go, I know. So I'm the songwriter, I'm so also a designer and I write a song for each, what? This is hold on! I've got to get this person. Like, Marge, Come over here! This is a singing sticker. What? I'm like, I know. I'm the songwriter responsible. Well. So, this has become <laughs> like my my mantra. But people are so happy, and this event I just did the other night, people interacting with me ranged from one. You know, and the mother could put the headphones near because I bring the headphones to the markets to not um, be murdered by my. Fellow exhibitors who literally want to kill me if they hear these (laughs) snippets several thousand times. Um, I learned that quickly at my first market. If you're doing audio,
0: (laughs) you should give them all earplugs. Hi, I'm Sharon. Welcome. (laughs) No, you're going to be my neighbor and. (laughs) So you don't, don't murder, murder me. This murder is stain you this afternoon. Have a great day.
1: <laughs> C- CBD is also really popular. I could be like here's <laughs> a CBD lozenge. Just to take the edge off being near me. But, but I, did, I give them the headphones and 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 I pull. You know, they're the, the, the ones I'm wearing now. And for those of you who are listening, they're just the big over the, the headphones, and you can mm-hmm. rotate the coffee parts so that people They're can
0: share They're professional. Them. They're
1: professional. They're pro. Although I can never get the twisting right in the moment when I'm at the live <laughs> event because it's like, you know, performance anxiety. But people will share them and their eyes light up and they smile and they like, they start dancing and I start dancing and we start smiling. And like, we have this like amazing connection and there's so much happiness being exchanged, which is really, again, my whole like raison d'etre for all of this. And, but it's just great to see it live in action with people who I don't know, who aren't invested in trying to say like, yeah, it's okay. It sounds crazy, but you're doing something. Okay. It's really, people love it. And that makes me feel like I'm on the right path.
0: I love it. That could be your ad, by the way, like, hi, this is a sticker that's
1: what? (laughs) That would be great. Karen, come over here and look at this. I mean, and sometimes I do record them. I ask them to, but I can't videotape them before I've met them. It's just not cool. And it's a little, well, yeah, it's no, cool. it's, bad. it's a problem. It's a problem. <laughs> it's because you it's know, But I do sometimes get people when they're super freaking out. I'm like, would you mind? You know, because I just it helps me to have this just to show, and people are like, you know, yeah, I'll do that. Hold on. You know, like, awesome. I think you need some
0: to give them some CBD first. <laughs> <laughs>
1: here, have some CBD, listen to this. And also I, by doing that, by accepting the CBD, you've accepted my, you know, ability to videotape you. It would be an interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. You just signed the disclaimer. by <laughs> the CBD. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you have this great brand that is a little different than most of them out there. And so in growing it, um, you know, you, you decided to take a, sort of a different route than a lot of, uh, paper that a lot of like, just the paper makers, um, that, um, in, in that space, uh, do you decided to show at the Las Vegas, uh, souvenir and resort show. Uh, it was in fall, right. It was yes. fall, right. Um, instead of like a New York now or, a or it, 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 not to point the finger at one show, but more of more of a general gift gift show, uh, so how did you decide to to kind of take that path? Because it is a very different path. Get a souvenir and resort is very different than gift um, if you're in the trade. Uh, so, yeah, go on. Sorry. So
1: if I knew that, then I could say that I made a con, but I, I didn't know any of these things, right? So this is, what do they call it? Zen mind, beginner's mind? You know, yes. where you're-
0: beginner's mind is what you want.
1: So I have total beginner's mind, and I made this amazing friend who's an artist on Instagram. Her name is Melissa Liu. She's a jeweler, mm-hmm. um, and we literally met. I think someone I knew followed her, and she was doing necklaces. She does steel and bamboo cutout necklaces, and one of them had a national park, and it was Rocky Mountain National Park. And I live here, and I don't know if you've ever had like, these Insta friendships that just mm-hmm. kind of blossom and we started talking and she's an introvert and i'm an introvert and she's classically trained musically and i'm classically trained musically and she loves to cook and i so we like became really fast friends she also comes from a creative services background and we were talking and at a certain point she said you know yada 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 las vegas souvenir resort uh show and i was like huh and and i said we can go together which if you know me i'm like okay Okay, I'll drive across the country. Right, like
0: that makes it seem a lot more accessible. If yeah. she's like, Yeah, come on, we'll go together. We'll do it together. I think oh, that's really. awesome.
1: Yeah, it was obviously
0: just- it was Beshared.
1: It was Besheret. I have a Besheret card now. I'm singing Besheret song. It's a whole other, not to digress. <laughs> um,
0: besheret, for my anybody who does not know what Besheret is, I, it's a Yiddish term. I yes. think it's Yiddish. It's a Yiddish term. And it means like when something is just meant to be and it just, the universe kind of throws it your way and you take advantage of it and it happens. It can be meeting someone. It can be finding a job. It can be winning the lottery right I, it could be anything
1: anything and it's i just think it's a, such a delicious word like as many yiddish words are it just like to it just sounds like what it is yet yeah, like yes i love that the las vegas souvenir resort show was be yeah. like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> little do the organizers know
1: <laughs> i'll tell them like, like you are my beloved you are my soul soul show but it was it was a big gamble right because i hadn't done it i've been very nervous about doing it um This allowed me to exhibit without building a booth, which felt really good to me on a number of levels. Uh, So it's
0: like, it was like a table. It was almost like a, it was like a table. You showed up and you set it up and which is a lot more than, which is a lot, I'm sorry, which is a lot less involved than building walls. Than you know, some people have a whole booth and they show up at market and they literally assemble it. You know, it's like a barn raising or something.
1: I, I saw that because this show has different areas. This was like the emerging marketplace and they let you just have mm-hmm. a table, which again, I can't express how big of a, a motivator that was for me because everything was going to be so many moving pieces. And Sure. Um, it's no joke. Do you ever take a test called the DATs when you were in uh, middle school, or junior high school, high school? Is that a familiar term? I
0: don't different know. Is it one of those tests you take and they tell you what you should do?
1: Yes. And mine was don't do anything revolving spatial relations. They were like, you have... <laughs> You can do anything else. You could be like a rocket scientist. I don't think they said that because I'm not good at physics, but basically they were like 18% on spatial relations. Stay away from the world. Like you can think whatever you want. you do do.
0: Airline pilot, not in the cards. Yeah.
1: Construction. Absolutely not like any of this. So, and again, you know, maybe that was one day in time. However, I will say, um, like I can build Ikea furniture kind of, sort of, but literally like measure. Anyway. So, so this was very reassuring to me. It lowered, like took away one of my big fears and slash excuses. And so. Right. To
0: not go is like, I can't do that. Yeah. Cause it's a commitment and showing at market is a big, it's a big commitment. It's a lot of money. If you don't write anything, then you're just out whatever you spent to say nothing of your time and everything else you put into it and you know, it, it can be heartbreaking. It can be devastating. Um, so obviously nobody wants that. Um, but I'm glad you did it. I love that. Uh, they, they just let you configure a table and and that seems like a very approachable challenge.
1: It will. And, but, and yes, but again, props to Melissa Lou. Uh, she had done this before and the tables were, maybe this is a standard height for trade shows, but not a standard height for Say other kinds of markets. So, you know, we needed a—I needed a runner for the front of my table, but it had to be designed in a certain way to accommodate the fact that the table was four inches higher. And huh. Melissa, who's also a graphic artist, uh, was like, "I will send you my template." And the people at Vista Print were like, "No, it's wrong. It'll never work. It's—it's—you know—we'll show you the mock-up. It's fun. and I'm like, ah. So with those kind of things, having a friend in in, in the trenches was the Melissa videos,
0: right and VistaPrint it was right. Wrong.
1: Yes, Vista because- Vistaprint,
0: come on, have you seen their cards? I'm sorry, Vista <laughs> print, but like, come on.
1: I know, come but were- if, if
0: she's telling you that's what the tables measure, that's what the tables me- Vista Vistaprint does not know,
1: please. I know, but but here's the thing. It's like, again, Zen mind, beginner's mind, terrified mind, introvert mind, and also fear of failure mind. Like it seemed to have every piece that I did, and maybe this is just me. I'd be curious to hear from other listeners. It felt like every decision I made held the, like, such incredible, incredible importance which in the end of course it does not and i'll tell you just a funny story about a a guy who showed up at this uh las vegas souvenir resort show (laughs) he walked up to melissa and you know we were standing there like you know angling our products and like you know elevating them to like a 33.33 percent pitch for big you know good (laughs) village and this guy shows up and he's like and maybe this is the zen gen z millennial thing and he's kind of like hey you guys Um, so anyway, I decided to do this like yesterday and I just showed up and I have these like boxes of, you know, sort of affirmational cards, but I have to go back to work. So I'm just going to leave them on the table for three days. Do you think that's a problem? I'm not going to be anybody there, but I figure if folks want to find me, they'll find me.
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Right? There's one at every show there at New York now in, uh, Summer, I'm not gonna name this exhibitor, but they happen to be from another country and they were like, Oh yeah, we just decided a few weeks ago, like yeah. we're coming. And like they were so casual and relaxed and their booth was jammed. I know they had an amazing really? show. Like, See? why can't I be one of those people instead of you know, like someone who like overthinks every element of every last thing?
1: That's <laughs> it, the overthinker versus them. This guy did incredibly well. Incredibly right. well. And he was not there, so it just I, I, there's like a kind of life lesson in there for me, which I hope yes, I learn. Totally. Which is totally like, right, right?
0: Like you, you've got this. You know, you have more. It's better than you think it is.
1: Yeah, and also he was just himself. He was like, well, here's what I can do. Here's what I'm hoping for. Here's my product, and I, and I don't think he his product was excellent. So it wasn't like he said, like, oh, I wrote I wrote my product I did on a post-it note. I'm putting it on my table. And if someone wants to call me, right, I'll make right. it.
0: He put, he put the energy where it needed to be put, which was creating something, you know, amazing for market that people yeah. are going to want to buy. Not in yeah. worrying, like, oh my gosh, should I go with the pink or the blue? Should <laughs> I, you know, like... Those things that yeah. are that feel very important in this moment, but you're right—they're in the big picture. It's like they're not that important. You should do a card or a song about that.
1: Sharon. I have one that says, "Hey, hey, hey! Here's a cure for overthinking." <laughs> I, do.
0: I do. That needs to be on repeat in my right. mind. Oh, so. Seven. So, all right. So this is great. This is a great segue to my next question. Let's talk about all your wins from uh, this appearance at the Las Vegas souvenir and resort gift show last fall.
1: (laughs) They're going to have to pay us for like all these shout outs. They better. better. I'm
0: sending them an invoice.
1: Absolutely. So (laughs) first of all, um, everyone was so nice and I've heard this said to me about me by other people. They're like, wow, well, relationships are really important to you, like interpersonal connections. And that always makes me laugh because I'm like, well, yes, that's what everything's about. But I get that maybe that isn't someone else's metric, but people were so incredibly nice, which took the edge off for me right away. And also, I'm fascinated by people. I don't know if you ever saw the movie Harold and Maude. Is that right? Yes,
0: yes. It's one of my favorites. And so funny, you so serendipitous you would say that because I was just thinking about that movie yesterday.
1: That's so crazy. I love that movie. I love love that movie. So you know the scene where Harold, and for those of you who don't know the movie, Harold is sort of a 16-year-old who's really isolated and uh, lonely and doesn't really communicate with the world. And Maude is a very vivacious 70s. right.
0: And Harold keeps um, constructing these elaborate um, suicide facades for his mother. He's trying to get attention and he keeps like pretending to kill himself in these very, very outrageous ways to try to get her attention. And they all fail. And um, so he's a frustrated, you know, anyway,
1: go on. I'm sorry. I think think the mother's name is Vivian Pickles, but we digress. So there's a great (laughs) scene where... um... Harold is talking to Maud, and he says, wow, you really seem to get along with people. And she says, they're my species. <laughs> and that to me, I was like, like the best line of any movie I've ever heard. So people, so they're my species. So I, I went to this show and I was like, people, they're my species. These people are so cool and fascinating. There was a guy across the Hall from, or the aisle for me who actually had a booth booth and he had driven from Maine a geodesic dome that he had constructed made of all his like wooden bowls with like that <laughs> he did his FAQs he etched them in wood so they, I watched people literally be sucked into the vortex of his awesomeness and he just sat in the corner um and let people Be attracted by his work. They read the FAQs. They knew what the pricing was. And every single person who walked back to him placed an order. They were there, like, they just knew by the time they were done looking at his world literally, his world. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is brilliant. And I met another uh, muralist from Seattle named Henry, Mm -hmm. who does these incredible uh, projects on all different kinds of media. And he's like doing his own thing and he has positive affirmation cards. And I'm going, so it was. The opposite in some ways of what I imagine like a big trade show to be. And it was ginormous. And people were building those booths you talked about. There were, you know, Mm -hmm. forklifts coming in and beep, beep, beep. And uh, so anyway, so I met these incredible people. And from the minute the show started, there were people walking by that I I was able to connect with. And some of them were literally my neighbors. One's from my tiny town in Colorado. There's Rocky Mountain National Park. There's the YMCA of you know Estes, which is the mountain where I Mm -hmm. played the song that led to smiles. So there were all these things and fascinating. I mean, just literally even the guy running the coffee booth, it was freezing one day and he like brought hot water the next day, you know, and I gave him a sticker and we had a great, everyone was just this sticker sings. This stick, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, hey, sticker Martha. hey, Martha. Yeah. No, they're sad, they're <laughs> a lot, there was a lot of this sticker saying these, these greeting cards, these magnets, what? Yeah, can we receive this. <laughs> uh, but you know, that's fine. And I wrote my first orders. I wrote my first order within the first hour of the show. Which right. Was, I remember
0: uh, you. I because I I messaged you on Instagram and I was like, "How's it going?" <laughs> um, it, like because when you write that first order, it takes the edge off. I I think something you're saying is really interesting, though. I mean, I've been going to markets now for over twenty years. I've heard every hard sell. I've heard every sales pitch in the world. I sort of hate them all. Um, you know, like I, for me especially, cause I don't have a story. You don't need to, give me a hard sell on anything like I can get it but it's cool that exhibitors are just sort of letting people experience you know have figured out ways to let people experience uh you know what it is they're putting out in the world for themselves instead of like feeling the need to explain every last step and like breathe down your throat and be like oh so so are you good for a case you know whatever (laughs) so I love that and yeah and in terms of what you're saying yeah I mean it is I mean, like, I love people, humanity, I occasionally have a problem with. So, you know, when you go to that show, and it's like, you can't think of it as humanity, you have to think of it as like connecting with individuals, you know, and, and, you know, you're able to do that. I mean, you have the best uh, mechanism on your side, you have music on your side, which is, you know, soothes every savage beast out there. So, you know, more, more power to you.
1: Think and it was crazy, like the the uh, connections. Like I, I brought my guitar. I brought my guitar, which we talked about. You know, I brought my guitar and I had it on the side. But it, and again, it's interesting to notice. Like some people thought I was selling guitar picks. I was like, okay, I'll move the guitar. But uh, someone came this over. Guitar and- pick sings. Right. Except, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. You know, it couldn't have, but, uh, so that could. But I could be your next thing. Okay. I can absolutely brilliant idea except that all the guitar players would be like I want mine but anyway so someone came over <laughs> and my uncle is the head designer at Martin and my guitar is a Martin guitar so we started having like the Martin guitar conversation and you know there's always just that that thing when people are open to chatting and one thing I learned from my neighbor with the geodesic dome Rob, <laughs> his company is called uh by Baltic Designs incredible uh he's so smart and so chill I would like to be chill someday or in my next life I would like to be chill like him but What he was saying is, you know, he kind of greets someone and says good morning and he lets them look around. And if they ask a question, then he knows they're interested. And if they don't ask a question, he gives them space to move on, you know, uh, and and go on with their lives in an uninterrupted way. So he's not being passive. He's just creating an opening and then waiting, perhaps that sort of uncomfortable moment, but you kind of want to fill the space and just breathe and let them, and I might be putting words like. Kind of
0: no, 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 no. I love it. I get yeah. it. I think it's better. I think more people should do it, please. More people do it, especially when I come by. Um, <laughs> okay, there you go. No, note to self. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so you won. Tell me about, I mean, okay, so you wrote an order within your first hour, yeah. which like totally, you know, just took you to a place where you're like not questioning was this a good decision? Do I belong here? You know, all those things that sort of like go through your mind. And then tell me about what you won.
1: So the last day, <laughs> the last day of the show, and, and I, I, I again, backtrack. So Melissa Lou and I were talking and she was saying, she's the pro and she's like, you know, we've been dressing up these last three days. She said, I don't know about you, but I'm going to be totally casual because we have to break down our displays after. So I'm like, you know what? I've been wearing cute dresses the whole time. Darn it. I'm putting on my, my overall shorts because yeah, you're right. It's 95 degrees. I've got to break down my thing. So that's the the preamble. So I'm standing there in my overall shorts with like frizzy flyaway hair. And I see a woman from the organizing group coming over. And I thought she's going to ask me directions to someone else's booth. And she said, the buyers have spoken. We are here to give you the best new product award. And I cried. (laughs) Uh, As
0: anybody anybody in their overall jean shorts would. They
1: were yellow. At least they had like a brand resonance. They were brand appropriate.
0: Look, everybody dresses down on the last day of market. I do not think there is any fault there. and so I don't think you should be embarrassed about that at all. In, in fact, it's all the better. It's just you and, you know, you, you want it, you earned it. The buyers, as she said, the buyers have spoken. Congratulations. I mean, that's like such a win. And if you are, you know, questioning, you know, if you're doing, if this is like a valid direction for you, I hope, you know, like there's your answer.
1: <laughs> it was amazing. And then. The other thing, and I'm, not, I'm like, you know, I guess crying on a podcast is okay, because you can't You're tell. here. You're like, yeah, but happy But what was remarkable was, and again, as kind of an introvert, overthinking human being, you know, I, I spend a lot of time happily alone, but I spend a lot of time alone. Or, you know, I have a couple friends, or very good friends, but I guess what I'm saying, I'm not, I'm not like, you know, surrounded by thousands of horse. And the people that I've made friends with at the show, like that, there were these... Uh, father and son—they were doing really super cool T-shirts with like Geographic, whatever. They—they they, like applauded. Like uh, my friend I'd met from the Henry Booth took a picture. Like people started. I was like, "What? This is amazing! Like such kindness, right? That I again, uh, Zen mind, beginner's mind, no expectations at all, and certainly didn't know that this award existed." So no stress <laughs> or pressure, which is really nice, like how nice to win something you don't even know that you had to worry about, like I would have worried right. if somebody would I let wish me know. someone
0: would give me an award that i like someone would walk up and give me an award that I didn't even know existed or that I was <laughs> running
1: for right. like, how great is that
0: so what are you what are, what are you working on? what's next? Where can people find you
1: what's things. your deal these days? my deal my deal is I am communicating with the folks that I met at market. I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I did my list. Yeah. Uh, lots and of
0: follow-up like anyone who goes to market uh, yeah, should do. Of,
1: and the long kind of the, the term process of the follow-up and the listening and the kind of being like the guy from Baltic by Baltic design. It's kind of like, you know, saying hello and then listening and seeing if there's, you know, a moment now or um, I'm doing some really groovy collaborations with other makers. Uh, we're creating musical greeting cards where, uh, we're collaborating, but they are illustrating, and then we are so collaborating on cool. songwriting. Yeah, so so cool!
0: So- I can't wait. Do you have an idea of when some of these um, uh, greeting cards and uh, collabs will be hitting the hitting the sales floor?
1: I think. Definitely one in January of twenty twenty-three. Okay, great, so great, coming soon, right around the corner, right around the corner. Can, can I can I say who they are? We yeah, just say
0: on? say away. As long as as long as they don't mind, I don't mind.
1: Hello, if you mind, I apologize, but that was an ask forgiveness, not permission. So I think we're fine. So I'm, I'm really super excited. I'm collaborating with um, Daniela from mm-hmm. uh, Look at Fund Paper.
0: Yeah, doing... She's so she's such an amazing illustrator.
1: And singer, oh, she sings. Know. She sings harmony. So we're now working Ooh. on the harmony part for the song, which I am oh so, so excited.
0: You are really collaborating.
1: Oh, we're, we're really. We're, <laughs> and similarly, with um Hillary from Myrtos, we are also collaborating, and our musical portion. Um, is more of a spoken word thing. And she's laying down her tracks right now while I speak. So.
0: Wow, this is great. All right. So that's something to look forward to. I'm so glad you're just like having fun with the medium and just sort of like exploring uh, the dimensions and where you can take it. And, uh, you know, bringing other creatives into the mix. It's, you know, really, really interesting. I mean, both uh, Leaky Fund and Hillary are so... Uh, talented and have such like distinct perspectives that I think it will be really interesting to see uh, what arises from the collab.
1: I'm super excited. I've seen the art in process, mm-hmm. and I know I'm super biased, but I would say thumbs up. It's, it's super exciting. And again, it is like harmonizing where these are different notes. If you want to say different visual mm-hmm. notes than yeah. you might see in, in a smile songs design. And that's what's so exciting is that, you know, we worked on that and then different color palettes and different ideas. And then the great thing about collaboration is thinking that, okay, I have this idea, we have this idea, and then watching it evolve and then having the Mm -hmm. uh aha sometimes where you're like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. But what if, what if, oh, yeah, and then it changes. It's so cool.
0: It is so fun. And it, you know, in a great collaboration, you really can't be too married to any one idea. You really have to let it go where it needs to go. And it, that's hard. It's it's hard to, you know, sometimes you get an idea and you really like it and you know, you don't want to let it go, even if the project is calling for you to go in a different direction. And, you know um, so that's amazing. Well, I cannot wait to see it all. Uh, there's a lot to look forward to in 23 And, um, Sharon, I, you know, I, you and I work together, you know, we have our thing going on and it's such a joy working with you, but it's such a treat to have you as a guest and, um, have you on here and get this insight into, you know, like how far you've come in a very short time because you've really come very far. So thank you for coming by.
1: Thank you so much, Sarah. It's such a delight to work with you and to be part of this community. And I think I forgot to say where to find me. It's at smilesongs.com. And also I'm on Insta at smile underscore songs. So if anyone wants to say hey or chat, I'd love to hear from you.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And check out her range. It'll all link from her profile and whatnot because I don't know if you caught this, but that sticker (laughs) (laughs) sings. No, What? What? (laughs) All right. Thank you again so much, Sharon, uh, for coming by the paper folds.
1: Thank you, Sarah. Have a great day.
0: Thank you so much, Sharon, for dropping in the paper fold. I so admire your courage and I'm just so happy to see you and your business thriving. If anyone out there listening, as we close out 2022 is contemplating taking a risk in the new year, I say, go for it within reason. Of course, you do not want to regret not trying something, even if it seems really weird or different five or 10 years down the line. But if you do decide to put yourself out there, remember it's all a process. And I'm sure even Michelangelo had to tweak details on the Sistine Chapel here and there. Finally thank you too for listening. Again our theme music is by the wonderful Sharon Glassman of Smile Songs. See and hear more at smilesongs.com Of course feel free to give me a five star rating and review if you are so inclined. Thank you so much nerds please stay safe out there.